When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Laugh Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian, right out of Oklahoma City. I have the privilege tonight, it is nighttime, right? It is nighttime, to hang out with the, the solo project, correct? Correct. Yep. Two eyes open. We got Dustin all the way from, I believe, Charlotte, North Carolina. See, I ask questions as I do my intro to make sure I have it right. Yeah, you know, I appreciate that. Right. Rather than just spouting off random nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? You're like, no, you, you're fucking wrong, you piece of shit. Get my shit right. Before we get the show started, I do want to remind everyone right away to go subscribe to us on YouTube. It's, I think it's over on this side. I don't fucking know. Uh, and also, we got Apple, Spotify, you're listening on audio. Please subscribe, download uh, download our audio. It'd be awesome. Okay, so Dustin, two eyes open, the solo project, Charlotte, North Carolina, man. Why are you doing this whole thing solo, brother? Yeah, so um, I've always I've always been really into music and especially like pop punk and punk rock. Um, and in Charlotte, North Carolina, there's not that big of a scene for that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like you have some of your big bands come through, um, and we're starting to get a little bit of steam with uh, bands like Aim High out of South Carolina and stuff like that. But you know, just growing up, I always liked that stuff. There wasn't a big scene for it though, and trying to put bandmates together for that always proved difficult. Like um, the very first band, the very first pop punk band that I started, um, we had a, a girl drummer and a male guitarist. They ended up dating. And, okay. then, and then the game, the band pretty much just fell apart right after that. That's, dude, um, you don't date. You don't date band members. Yeah. Cause you know what happens when you date band members. Next thing you know, the two people in the band are bickering. Yep. Then they're like, fuck you, no, fuck you. And they're like, I'm not going to band practice if you're going to be there. Then they, once they break up, the band's broken up, dude. Yeah, yeah. And everything that they do, good or bad, it trickles throughout the whole band. Like, everybody feels it. Like, you're dating them now, essentially. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, it's, dude. It's brutal. Um, and, yeah. and you know, she gets mad at one dude in the band. She's mad at the whole band. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the way it goes. Absolutely. And you've got to pick sides. Like, it's tough. So, Yep. Yeah, I started do I started doing like writing a lot of songs and everything 
um, trying to find bandmates and, you know, for, for whatever reason, it just wasn't working out. And then I kind of had this come to Jesus sort of moment where I was like, I either need to like do this on my own um, or or just like go on a separate path because it clearly wasn't working out, like trying to find some people that were dedicated, you know? So um, hard. It is like, it, it's just hard to find people that have the same goals. Like some people just want to jam and that's cool. But it, you know, I wanted to um, take this band somewhere and do something with it, write original songs. Um, so I, my perspective was I'll just start writing songs, record them like to the best of my ability, start putting them out. And then maybe the bandmates will come then, you know, it's like a, uh, if you've seen the bench warmers, he's like, if you build it, they will come. It was, yeah, I was about to say, if you build it, they will come. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, I mean, do you get bored? Like, because being this in a solo project, I could see how it would get a little bit less exciting because you don't have, you know, when you're with the band, you got three, four, or five guys, however, people, whoever, however many you want. Yeah. And, you know, you kind of feed off each other's energy as far as when you write like, oh, yeah, that was sick, dude. You high five each <laughs> other, you know, fist yeah. bump while you're all proud of yourselves. But when you're by yourself doing it, you just got to fist bump yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> do you, do you, I do that all the time. Yeah, you're cool, bro. <laughs> do, do you get do you find yourself getting bored writing music or is that enthusiasm and excitement still there? Um, I, you know, I would say the excitement's there, still there. I mean, it, it is, of course, it is a little depressing when, um, you know, you've got the day off and you've been working on a song all day and then you finish it and you're like, man, this, this fucking rocked. Mm-hmm. But then you reach out to people on Facebook or whatever and no one's online. You can't share it with anybody that does kind of suck because it is kind of like the go me, I guess, moment. But, uh, yeah, like I, writing for me is definitely therapeutic. Um, and, and I've been writing for a long time. So I have a really big, like backlog of songs that were just these like really shitty cell phone dem- demos. Um, cause I could have put stuff out sooner. Um, I just, I had a lot of nerves and doing it by myself. It, it, it is a lot of pressure. Um, and then one day I was like, no, I'm going to do this. So I have a big backlog of songs. And so to like hear them go from that, like, really crappy cell phone demo to like a full mm-hmm. band version that that's cool you know and that's something that i can always keep with me so there's still <laughs> excitement for sure you got a lot of different styles too we have the, the two songs that we were going to play uh anymore and then you're like no fuck that song play haunt so <laughs> yeah. so so i mean um your styles in music is very different from one song to the next do, when you come out with your album, um, are you going to have a bunch of different styles on there as well? Kind of put everything out there, or are you kind of sticking more with one genre? Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. Like that's like, I feel like my uh, whole brand is that I change from song to song. Like every time I put out a new thing, it changes vibes. Um, and I was worried like how people were going to take that. You know, like are they always going to be on board every time I put out something new? Um, mm. So I am working on putting, you know, I've just been putting out singles. uh, So I've, but I have been working on an EP. So this is the first time I've actually mentioned this anywhere, but I'm working on on my first like debut EP um, and keeping it mostly under wraps. But 
there it's within the pop punk genre i want it to be a lot of fun i want the energy to be there for the whole thing because i want it to be this thing that you can play over and over and over again and enjoy mm. um a lot of my like favorite records are, are like that um like um some 41s does this look infected yeah. I love that it's 30 minutes and it's just like a punch in the face all the way through and that's kind of what i'm going for but um this yeah even then the styles do change like um, it's all within that pop punk realm, but some of them are a little slower. Some of them are a little faster. Some of them pull in like metal elements. Some of them pull in, um, even sort of like a slight, like rap element. So, um, yeah, a little, some variation, but it's all within like the same, you know, cinematic universe. <laughs> Cause I would say haunt kind of has a little bit of a metal feel to it. Doesn't it? You use some yeah. screaming in it, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I and my, newest one did too so okay and now you're not able to do shows uh, and, you, and you started this what like right when like when co around covid right you decided yeah. to go solo i dropped my first song in march 2020 so like right as the shit hit the oh, i bet you were probably fucking pissed huh yeah oh <laughs> like, damn it <laughs> yeah i was just sitting there scratching my head like okay <laughs> well i mean people time? people are sitting at home listening to music you know but i mean you couldn't really get out there now how hard would it be for you to let let's hypothetically say COVID never happened, right? Yeah. You dropped your song. Did you plan on being able to do shows as a solo artist and finding other people, maybe hire uh, musicians to set with you? How how would you have gone about that? Yeah. Um. Initially, like when I first put out like my first batch of songs, because I think over um over twenty twenty, I only put out like maybe three or four. It wasn't anything crazy. Um. I, and I was content in just being sort of like an online project at the time um, because mm -hmm. I was just generating a starting to generate a buzz. It wasn't really a thing where I had fans yet. Um, and then when 2021 rolled around, I, I did start looking for, um, sorry, I'm getting a, something to pop up. Sorry about that. I forget. I forgive you. I forgive you. Yeah. It's warning me. <laughs> flash player, even though flash is dead. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I started looking for bandmates and in 2021 and I would get like, um, I would get people that would start acting like they wanted to join me. And then, um, they it ended up turning into like a tryout for their band. And I was like, wait, you reached out to me for my uh, band. Yeah. It was just uh, lots of weird stuff like that. So I think though, to answer your question, I would have done like probably some acoustic stuff, you know, the songs mm -hmm. definitely are a different vibe and they hit different when they're acoustic. But, um, I've worked on acoustic versions of like all my songs in okay. case that was what I had to do. You know so, I mean? so your main, so your main instrument is guitar then. Yeah. yeah. And, and vocals. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Now when you had the whole band, did you always, before you went solo, did you always do guitar and vocals or was it just strictly guitar or strictly vocals? Um, yeah, when I was in bands growing up, I was a guitarist um, in the band with the two people that dated each other. And then in college, I played in a cover band and I actually uh, played bass and oh, did cool. like the, I would do like the high harmonies and, and the bass. So I had the low and the high end. That's awesome. I do want to play your song, um, Haunt. We're going to play it right now. But before we play, I got to say something that does not relate to you at all, <laughs> but it's kind of funny, right? So yeah. today I went to CVS. And there's like these people there and they are, they're, they're like, they're asking to donate money to whatever their charity is. 
and you know all these salespeople, all right? So here's what here's how this lady tries to draw me in. I walk past her, and you know what she says? Nice mustache. <laughs> I was like, what kind of line is nice mustache? Yeah. Like it's not even a great mustache. It's like it's kind of doesn't even like the beard's not all full. I was, anyways, I thought that was weird. I forgot to mention it on the show just because I, I like don't 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 try to pull someone in by saying nice mustache. That's like, so bizarre. How like did, about like did, a weird, crazy big mustache or something. It's like a normal mustache. How did she? How did she say it? How did she say it? Yeah. Was it like creepy or was it like nonchalant? Like how did she try to? Pull she goes, that? "Hey, how are you?" I was like, "Good." She goes, "You got a nice mustache." And I was like, <laughs> "I just kept." Scary. I was like, "Thanks." And I kept walking into CVS, yeah. and then when I walked out, she tried to pull me back in, and I was like, "I got. I gotta go." I gotta go. I didn't know what it was for. I assume it was some kind of charity or something. But yeah. anyways, not that I'm against charities, so I probably shouldn't even said that. All right, all right. Let's play the song "Haunt" right now. Let's check it out. Here we go.
There you go, man. You know what? Definitely a pop punk sound to it, but I would not completely classify that as pop punk because you kind of have a grungy edge to it. Yeah. A little, little bit, a little bit of metal in there. Um, I mean, I couldn't, I can't even think about who I would compare that to. That's, that's awesome, dude. Very different style, which is what you want to have is a different style, your own unique style, man. You know what? I, I kind of, because I like your other song also, I don't want to play the whole thing. What, what is it always or anymore? Or what's it called? Anymore. Yeah. Anymore. Okay. I want to play a little bit of anymore, just like maybe 30 seconds of it, because it, I know that's not, you're not pushing it so much. And I do want to talk about dysphoria, but. I think the dynamic between this song and anymore yeah. is, is quite different. Let me find it real quick. I believe it is this one. I'm going to fast forward it. And I just want to play like maybe 30 seconds of it. Cause I think it's really unique and different as well. Let's check okay. this one out real quick. Just a little bit of it. Let me see here. And everyone thoughts that really break you. No, I'm not casting any judgment. I'm not trying to give a sermon. I'll find a thing I love about the worst of every person. I'll try to lift you up if your heart is ever hurting. But I think that just for now, it's best if I shut off my phone and stop. Cause I don't feel so great anymore. I'm so. Uh, that's all. I just want to play that a little bit because yeah. it's so different. It's so it's so different than Haunt. Now, do you, what style do you like to play mostly? Uh, yeah, like I love pop punk, you know, and um, you know, I've already mentioned some forty one. I usually can't go a single interview without talking about them at some point. <laughs> right? They're they're my favorite band. I love them. Um, I love like the story so far. Um, Lincoln Park was a big influence. Um, and I, I like all grungy stuff too. So I think Haunt is a pretty decent representation of like yes. picture heading. So. Yes. And when did when did Haunt come out? So Haunt came out in December of 2020, like right at the end of the of 2020. Okay. And then Any More came out maybe maybe like five or six months later. Okay, um, isn't that crazy that Haunt came out a year ago almost? Last like, swear, like, it doesn't seem like a year flies by. So the older we get, man, the more it just flies by. It's absolutely absurd, dude. I hate um, it. It, it. Yeah, so Haunt came out December 4th. So we're literally, we're, like, right there. It's, like, almost a year old. Yeah, so, man. Like, in four days. Yeah. <laughs> like in four days. Yeah, so I, I put that one out, um, and that one was cool. Um, Jarrett from Bowling for Soup actually heard that song. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, and I got – it was like um, one of my friends sent it to him um, and asked him for his thoughts, and I got like a little video response of him like telling me that he thought it was pretty sick. So like that was definitely something I'm going to keep in my hat for like the rest of my life. Cause, yeah. What if he would have said – Fucking sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, like shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Of course, of course, he would never say that anyway. Yeah. You know, but that, that yeah. is that, that's cool though, man. I like, yeah. I like, I like that a lot. Um, and 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 the song uh, anymore. You're playing the ukulele, right? Yeah. So I was going to say the funny thing about those two songs is I wrote them both around the same time, mm-hmm. even though they're like so different from each other. Very different. Yeah. Um, I I picked up a ukulele more for fun than anything 
Um, but I hadn't like actually written anything serious on it. And when I wrote um, Haunt, I was really angry. And that's kind of that whole song is just about it, it's just me like punching at everybody that's like pissed me off that year. And, and 2020 was tough, too. So it was a good release. Um, and then with any more, it was kind of a reaction to like social media and being like exhausted by like trying to always post stuff on social media and be sociable with, and, and like put on your best face all the time. Cause it, it like, it's kind of tough to do that sometimes. Um, and, uh, I thought like I had the idea, like I'm really down right now. Um, and the ukulele is like the happiest sounding instrument in the world. So why don't I try to write like a really sad song on the ukulele? <laughs> right. So that was like pretty much the inspiration for that. If you're playing guitar, if you're playing guitar and you're not playing guitar, is ukulele pretty easy to pick up? It's it's just a lot different because like with the guitar, I'm always I've always got it in like drop D or drop C, mm-hmm. and I'm always like you know I'm always waiting to like okay well this this part I'm playing right now is really cool, but as soon as the chorus hits, I'm gonna hit the lowest fucking note that I can because it always sounds so you know beefy but then on a ukulele you can't really go lower you know what i mean right right it's just kind of it's because it was a high it's made for a high pitch sound right yeah so 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 that's that's like the thing that i had to like get out of my brain is like no there isn't lower like you've got to stay up here and figure out how to keep it interesting there yeah absolutely man so in your own words and i quote you got some cool things so, <laughs> hey, you said it. You said it. I told you I was going to bring it up. I told you I was going to bring it up. All right. So what cool things do you, is, is like 2022 cool things? Or do we already talk about the cool things? And then we got to talk about dysphoria also. Let's talk about the cool things first. Okay. <laughs> I like cool yes. things. So um, I can't like reveal too much right now, but I actually. That's not cool. I actually am <laughs> putting together some bandmates. So I've got nice um, the band is like coming together so i'm hoping that in 2022 i'll be doing live shows and i've done some live uh like live streams and stuff like that doing acoustic mm-hmm. but this will be the first time like doing something for real that's um, exciting yeah and i've i've just kind of decided like i'm going to forego like doing acoustic stuff except for one that i've already that i was signed up for ages ago um but i'm just going to like fully focus into doing this band thing so hopefully um, you know, by February, March or so, I'll be playing like full band shows. So that's something. I'm oh really yeah, man, that's ex- well, that's exciting. Especially as a solo artist, you write all these songs, so now you kind of get to have some band members, and they kind of have to listen to you because you're like, "Here's the songs I already wrote them. You yeah. got to learn them because these are the ones we're gonna play." Yep, yep. <laughs> you know? you're, you're the boss, man. Yep. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you when you join a solo project. I mean, you've written all these songs, you spent time and effort writing these songs. You're not just gonna write a whole new song because you got a new band now. It's the same band. Just yeah. learn learn the songs. So let's talk about. I, I want to talk about Dysphoria uh, real quick. This is your newest single, and it, it's already out. Yep. Yep. Okay. Tell us about Dysphoria, and do you plan on making a music video or a lyric video for it? Yeah. So Dysphoria is kind of in a similar vein to to Haunt because I dropped Haunt, and then after that, I haven't really dropped anything like that heavy. Um, everything else was more in your, you know, summary kind of pop punk, like you could play this at Hot Topic kind of song. Right. Um, and then, so I thought like Haunt was originally supposed to be a uh, Halloween song. And just okay. because of complications with COVID, it didn't drop until <laughs> December. 
Um, but I wanted to keep a tradition like every Halloween I drop something heavy. Nice. Um, yeah. So Dysphoria is like year two of doing that. Um, and it's an, it's a really old song, um, that I'd written years ago. So it's seen a bunch of like facelifts over the years. Um, it actually, um, you might dig it with the Misfits poster back there. It's very. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's, I will go listen to it after this is done. I, I just yeah. can't pull it up on here because it's an MP3. And yeah. on this format, like if it was just audio, I could do it. But with the video, it makes it a little bit dip, more difficult to do that. So that's why we do the Absolutely. music videos or whatever. Absolutely. But I will go check um, it out, man. Yeah, it's like, but the best way I could describe it is if you took like Misfits or like the um, like early AFI stuff. And then you just threw um, halfway into the song for no rhyme or reason. You just threw in a metalcore breakdown. That's nice. what the song is. It's it's interesting. You know what? I would say that Haunt has a little bit of that. Not really the AFI sound, but you can tell that you probably listen to them. Yeah, it doesn't sound like them at all. You have your own sound, but there's a little yeah. bit of of that of that. And I don't, people probably don't like when I say shit like that, but. I mean, it is, it's, it, but it's true. I mean, but it's, it sounds good. It sounds good to be, the quality is great. Uh, it's very original. I do want to go back real quick um, to Anymore, where that is a, did you draw that cartoon or did someone do that for you? Um, so I have a, I have a friend um, that does like a lot of my graphics and stuff. I have like, I think um, on maybe on my Spotify and my Instagram and stuff, I've got like a little cartoon version of me. Um, and he's kind of created that. Um, That's and cool. so, yeah, he, he did that whole design for me. Um, and then I got it animated after that. So it just, that's why it just kind of plays on loop because, mm -hmm. um, it's just me, like I, the whole concept is super simple, but it's just like me writing that song. That's what I was doing. Like I was just in that certain, mindset it was really rainy that day and um just like you know pouring over those lyrics and trying it's to very it it's very i don't know if you know who chris caraba is yeah but it's it's very chris caraba dashboard confessional yeah sad drawing with the rain in the Absolutely. background Absolutely. little emo kid yeah. you know right doing something infidelity <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, exactly Absolutely. right <laughs> there actually used to be a game on the computer called emogame.com. I don't even know if it exists anymore, but I used to play it when I was like 20. I'm 39, yeah. so like 19 years ago, right? And I just have to load it on AOL, like this fucking slow ass, you know, shit. But it was yeah. a fun game, but Chris Carabba was actually the main character um, from National Confessional on that. And dude, I loved, I missed, like, that was like the music that I really loved, that emo, screamo, yeah. early 2000s kind of stuff. You got a little bit of that influence with some grunge. So very, very cool, man. Last question. I'm going to let you get out of here is the drums on your song. Are you, is that, is that like you actually playing the drums or is that like a drum loop or is that downloaded? Um, and then you just played over it. Yeah. Um, it's a mix. So depending on the song, um, I had a, I had a drummer that played with me for a long time. And back in the day, like when, it, before two eyes open was two eyes open and I was just like jamming. Mm -hmm. And so I have all these old uh, tracks from like when we used to play and, you know, people get older, they go in different paths in life and sure. stuff like that. Um, but I had all these old demos. So a lot of the drums are, are um, programmed and they're based off of like what he did in the, in the older, older days. Cool. Um, and then on some of my songs, I've had some friends drum on them. Like uh, 
one of the the drummer for Win by Two, um, which is a band out of Jersey. They he drummed on one of my songs, and another friend um, who I I didn't even know he played drums. He has like an acoustic album that he made, and then one day he just uploaded a video of him like ripping on an a, a day to remember a song playing drums. I was like, holy shit! Um, so yeah, I've, are you gonna? Are you going to make your band that you're putting together now with the drummer, or did they have to learn those same exact drums, or are you going to let them have free will to kind of, as long as it sounds similar, you're good to go with it? How picky are you when it comes to that? Yeah, um, I'm pretty I'm pretty open to things. Um, the, you know, there, though, I'm sure for certain songs there will be certain parts where I was I would probably prefer, like, if you did this one little thing, you know. Cause right, those, yeah. Yeah, but for the most part, yeah, totally. If you know, I'll let let him rip. And the same thing goes actually for the lead guitars too, um, because I'm a rhythm guitarist. Like I already know that I either don't have lead parts in certain songs, or the ones that I do have are really simple. So right. if he comes up with something that sounds better than what I was doing, then fuck it, like do it. Well, you're singing and you know playing guitar, so it's really the lead guitar's job to come up with something more more complicated, yeah. uh, than what you're coming up with, man. Dude, I think you're super cool, dude. I appreciate you coming on the show big time. I know you're you're busy doing all these different podcasts, so thanks <laughs> for taking time out of your evening to come spend time with me. Um, do you? I don't. I don't believe you have a website. Do you have a website? I, I don't have a website. All right, see, I was right totally, again. I, totally I was right sure. again. Yeah, yeah, There there's no fake news here. <laughs> okay, all right, yeah. I haven't said anything false yet. That's good, that's good. Yeah. What if I was like, uh, you guys don't have a website? What the fuck you mean, man? It's like the number one music website in the world, bro. No, <laughs> yeah. so, okay, so you guys don't have a website, but you do you do have social media like Facebook, mm-hmm. and I'm sure probably an Instagram. Um, yeah. Do you guys have a TikTok also? I do have a TikTok, but uh, any more was written about how much I hate TikTok. So I'm going to maybe get back into it one day, but right now I'm on a little hiatus. So you know what I'm going to do, right? What? I want to make a TikTok video promoting <laughs> this for Friday with any more on it. That's no. exactly what that's exactly no. what I'm going to do. No. Um, so, but you're but you do have some merchandise also. Yep, yep. I do have a, a merch store. I've got. Honestly, like way too many designs up there. So, <laughs> but lots to choose from. Lots to choose I from. saw that you guys got hoodies, t-shirts, mm-hmm. uh, and where, where can they find your merch? I know it's on. I know on your Facebook page, you can look up Two Eyes Open, and I pulled it up right away. It just says musician slash band. It was very easy for me to find. I thought it'd be a little bit difficult with a name like that, but nope, it was easy to find. So, and I know you have a link on there to your merchandise. That's through who? Now, who's who? Do you sell your merch through? I sell my merch through Teespring, um, and Teespring, if you look okay. it up on Google as just like Two Eyes Open official merch, it, it should come up. And I know we're about to end it right now, but just for the sake of my wife, <laughs> have you thought about calling your band Two Ears That Hear? <laughs> I'll consider it. That would be, <laughs> that, honestly, though, that would be an amazing like EP name, you know? If I drop just like a, a quick little EP, like two eyes open, three two ears that hear. Or That'd two feet cool. walking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I'm done. Hey, stay right there. Don't go anywhere to after the outro song. I got one more question for you off the air. I want to thank okay. everyone that listens to the Loud Spot. Thank you, Dustin, for coming in with two eyes open tonight. Please check us out on YouTube. Subscribe to our channel. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, Deezer, iHeartRadio. We're part of the Pantheon Podcast Network and Diamond Noise Agency. You can find us on every platform wherever you find your podcast. That's all I got for tonight. Peace out. Wait, I did that wrong. Peace out, rock on, and much love.
This is the Loud Spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the Loud Spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does Nothing Short of Tragic have his back again? Yes. Does everything that's good really have to end? Yes. A big post has a pinch show, so to get more episodes, make an order, this is over. Thanks for watching our video. Don't forget to click the like and share button. Don't forget to go to our YouTube and subscribe. If you want to listen to our audio and pick up some cool merch, go to www.theloudspot.net. Peace out. Rock on. Much love. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.